Okay, welcome to the Just Meg podcast. This podcast is designed to be real, raw, and totally uncut. I am Meg, a former teacher, now stay-at-home mom and business owner that is here to share it all. This post-pandemic life can be weird and lonely, but it really doesn't have to be. I'm not here to say that I have all of my shit together, but I'm here to openly discuss exploring healthy weight loss, life changes, and so much more. So if you're down for the adventure, let's go. Hello and welcome back. Um, Today's episode is going to focus on something that's been going on in my personal life. And I've kind of hinted at it on my social media, um, but I wasn't quite ready to share because I hadn't really kind of processed um, some pieces that I have to continue to process. And this is just going to continue to happen over the next year. Um, But I think I'm ready to share. Um, And I want to preface this with, please don't pity me. (laughs) And I mean that the nicest way possible, because I know that people are going to be empathetic and everything else. And I appreciate that. But um, what I'm about to share is very personal to myself and to my family. Um, but I'm also an open book and I'm, I'm using this podcast to process out loud. And so, and, uh, in hopes that as I process someone out there, um, can relate and not feel as alone. That's really the whole, whole part of this. Um, and so, um, what I have been dealing with and going through and processing is the fact that my parents are getting a divorce. And I think I've kind of shared that on social media a little bit, but I haven't really talked about it. And so um, what you need to understand is I'm, I'm proud of both of my parents for going through this and stepping into this because it's not easy, especially in the town that I am from. It's a small town. So everyone is throwing their own opinions and perspectives and what they think might happen into the fire when really there's, there's nothing scandalous. There's nothing, there's no ill will on either party from my mom or dad. Um, they just are doing something. They've been married for 30, 36 years, I think. Um, and uh, I'm 33 to kind of give you an idea. (laughs) And, uh, well, at the time of this recording, depending on when you listen to it, but, um, yeah, they, I, I honestly thought that they were going to get divorced when I went to college, there was this shift, um, in, in their relationship that I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. I wonder if this is what's going to happen. Um, but I never thought that they would actually move forward and divorce. And now as I learn and process, I didn't think that my childhood was weird. And I still don't think that it was weird. It was definitely a loving family. It was never anything hurt. Tur- like it was never, you know, not a safe place to be or anything like that. It was, um, my mom really ran everything and, and it kind of, in my perspective, my sister and I didn't really see, um, that my dad wasn't helping with things like this was our normal. This was our house. Right. So, um, my mom was doing everything. She was helping pay the bills. She was staying at home. She was laundry, groceries, cooking, um, making sure that my sister and I had what we needed. Um, and then dad, dad would work and dad would come home and he would work at night. And so he'd sleep. And so like, it, it just seemed normal. Um, but now as an adult, (laughs) 
having my own family and my own husband, I can't imagine the amount of stress that was on my mother. Um, I have a very supportive husband who works very hard um, and then is completely hands-on with our daughter. Um, And uh, I, I couldn't be more grateful for that. And I knew that I wanted that, but I didn't realize that my mom didn't have it. And so, and not, my dad is not a, man, a a bad person. I don't want you to think that he's terrible, but like that just wasn't his thought process. That wasn't what he did. Um, and so with this divorce that will be finalized, um, I believe in May, uh, what was 2023, um, my mother actually has found an amazing man. Uh, that actually went, they went to high school together, but never really talked, which is very interesting to me, Um, but reconnected over Facebook of all places. And uh, they have a really great relationship. And I apparently will now have like two stepbrothers um, (laughs) who are in Texas. So Texas is going to be part of my future, um, which I never thought it would be and my family's future. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous and I'm kind of excited about it, but what this has kind of given me is I, I'm very proud of my parents for doing something that so many people don't do. I feel like so many people, you know, um, in generations before mine, which I guess I'm considered an elder millennial, maybe. (laughs) Yes. Um, you know, it was, it wasn't uncommon to just marry because you know it wasn't necessarily for love or like whatever and I'm sounding like this is house of dragons and it's not but um (laughs) like you you didn't get divorced you married once and you stayed married and you didn't get divorced and you know now divorce is like a very common thing but I didn't think it would ever be part of my story and what I have found is that I have had to do a lot of processing of this new normal. And I feel like my family is very unique (laughs) in the sense of how we handle things is not how a typical, I don't even know what typical family is, I guess, but like my, my bonus dad, um, is from Texas and he is just kind of interweaved into everything that we do as a family. He and my dad, we'll watch basketball and football and talk about sports and everything else, (laughs) like, like no problem. And, and he will play with our children. And, and, you know, I haven't met my soon to be step siblings yet, I guess. Um, but we've, we've talked over like social media and things like that. And these, these poor, they're old, they're boys and they're like in their (laughs) twenties. Can you imagine stumbling upon my Instagram being in like your mid twenties or like you just turned 21 or you just graduated from college and this, this is going to be this, this is going to be, um, your stepsister that mm, I can only imagine the thoughts that would go through your head. Like, okay. All right. This weird lady's like working out in her house. All right. But anyways, I, this has really kind of pushed me, my parents' divorce and listening to them both be very honest about how uncomfortable and how unhappy they were, not because of each other, well, kind of because of each other, but because what it really came down to is growth 
as a human and as a couple, they, they stopped growing together. And I think that that is so eye-opening and it's really made me look at my marriage and be like, you know, I really found someone who is, I feel like is always going to push me to grow. And I am always going to push him to grow for God's sakes. I just went camping with this man out in the woods. I peed outside in the woods. I didn't bathe. I didn't have running water. I mean, like you want to talk about pushing outside comfort zones. I am there. (laughs) I, I am there. Um, you know, so I feel like I've done a really good job in finding a life partner, but I don't know that we all do that. I don't know that we all approach these things with this lens of, is this person going to make me a better person? And how do you know that? How do you know that? And the truth is you don't know until you start really being open one to your own growth. And then two, being willing to have someone who pushes you, but doesn't push you away right? Like that's really hard. There's a very special type of person that I believe everyone has a pair somewhere out there, a match of their own that is meant to push them in ways that only that person could. It's their missing piece, right? And, you know, in some, in some cases, I feel like maybe, maybe some people have more than one, you know, I don't think it's necessarily just one, but I think that growth is a huge part of what happened and what led my parents to this spot that they're at. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is growth. And in myself right now, I am in this very, very interesting stage of life. I'm 33 years old. I have my first child who's going to be two in December. I'm finally in a spot where I mentally am okay with saying I want to lose weight. I'm working on losing 50 pounds. Um, I'm growing. I've stepped into my business full-time. I've left the classroom, something that I knew was very comfortable with, but I didn't feel like I fit there anymore. And, And then now add this personal family thing on top of it of my parents are now getting a divorce after 36 years and for the first time in my life, my mother will not be in the same state that I'm in. Holy growth, (laughs) right? Like, is that growth or is that change? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they go hand in hand. Let's think about this. So the question is, does change bring growth? That's what I've been trying to figure out because I know in my own personal journey, as far as all of these things that are happening, I have had some really big moments where I have had to process and unlearn and realize that this change, as scary and exciting and and very uh, lots of emotions that are going into this, I have to process this change and step into like, okay, this is, this is inevitable. This is what's going to happen. And I think so many times when we're approached with change, and I've talked about this before, we kind of dig our heels in, 
right? We kind of avoid it. And I, I guess that's, that's human experience. Your brain is trying to protect you. But what is it protecting me from in this circumstance? My mother being in a different state. <laughs> mm, you know, that it would take like a 16 hour drive to get to. You know, and, and that's scary because my mom in my life has been the one that was there with the advice. She fixed it or she told me to get myself up and put my big girl panties on and go. Um, and for with technology now, it's not that big of a deal, right? Um, but still to not physically have that person in the same state as you is, the, is what I have been struggling with most. Like my dad is still going to be in the house that I grew up in. He's still going to be, you know, only an hour away. Um, but he very much is also very busy with work and he's going to do his own thing. And, and that's who he is. And that's what he does. My mom is the one that I've counted on. Not that my dad doesn't help. I don't want to say that he does help, but it's a very different relationship. And I think what I have struggled with is I know that my mom needs to do this for herself. She needs to go. She needs to be with this man that loves her. <laughs> like I have never seen anyone love her. And that means I have to let go of her being here for me and my sister. And that, that is hard. And I didn't realize how hard it is to say that out loud until just now. So that is what I've been dealing with on top of all of these other realizations in my life of, I want to be healthier. I want to be better where I'm currently at. I'm meant for more. And, and so there's just a lot, there's a lot of processing going on. And so when you see me in social media and I'm like breaking down or I'm crying, it's usually because I am working through one of these many thoughts that are going through my head because who I am, I am someone who, I, and maybe you can relate to this. I am always thinking of every single outcome just in case. So I am prepared. I go through scenarios on a regular basis in my head. If this happens, this is how I react. If this would happen, like if this happens, I'm going to have this. So I know that it, I'm prepared and I've got it and I'm covered. So that's why people are like, oh, you're so flexible. I don't know. I mean, yes, to an extent I'm flexible, but also I've thought of every possible outcome. So I'm prepared. So it allows me to kind of be flexible and spontaneous. And then there are times where I just don't think all the way through. And then I'm like, and then I panic, right? I panic later. Um, so, you know, this has really kind of pushed me. Uh, and like I said, don't, don't feel bad because I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm not sad that this is, this is happening in my parents' life. What I am sad about and what really like, pushes my piss off button really hard <laughs> is the town that I grew up in. I left for a reason. And, um, cause it's very small town and it's very, everyone's in your business and every, and I just hate it. I hate it. And I have on my social media, I have people from my hometown that like, I I've noticed that when, you know, I put my parents in my story or I kind of talk about the fact, like I have more viewers from, my hometown in my Instagram story. And it makes me so 
angry because I get it. You're curious, right? But why? Because you want the drama. You want the, we have this joy in like commiserating or complaining or like thinking this or that and talking about what we think would happen, which is why we're all up in arms about this. Don't worry, darling drama or this movie. Like we're, we're just wrapped up in Hollywood's drama and I don't understand it. The older I get, the more I'm like, why, why? And then to have this happen and have this go on in my family, it's a very personal thing. And we each are going through our own growth and our own dealing with this coping with this change meanwhile we have this small town of people like i think this happened and it's like no just stop (laughs) just stop and if anything what that has made me realize in my life probably i'm glad that it's happened earlier than you know being like 60 years old and discovering this like, I just don't have a tolerance for people that want to talk about other people. And I found that it's become even more true with this family divorce. Because, and, that, and I guess that's changed, right? This change has triggered this growth, right? And I think that's growth because I used to be in love with any kind of Hollywood drama. And, you know, any kind of like reality, but now I get it. I get why people don't enjoy it because why, (laughs) why, um, but I still love love is blind. I can't, you know, it is what it is, but that's what's going on in my life. My parents after 36 years are going to be divorced and On top of that, my mother will then be moving to Texas. And that has been the hardest thing for me to process. My person, my caretaker, my protector for 33 years will no longer be just an hour away. And that's really hard. Really hard to process. And yes, she's a phone call away. She's a FaceTime away. But to know that at a drop of a hat, if I really needed her and she's only an hour away, I could make it an hour. Now it's like a flight or a 16-hour drive. And that's very different, especially for someone like me who plans out every single scenario and wants to have things prepared. Um, so that's been really really difficult for me and I don't want to cry (laughs) I hate crying um but that's what I've been processing so if you've been curious about what this personal thing is that's what this is what it is um and there are there are spots where I still need to grow and understand and and process through my own like childhood which is why I'm going to therapy which if you haven't gone to therapy here's my plug you, you need therapy. <laughs> if you've lived life, you have some kind of trauma, you have some kind of shit that you need to process through, go to therapy. There are so many ways to make it affordable and doable and everything else. But if you were able to grab ibuprofen when you are in pain, you need to get therapy into your life so you can work through any of the weird stuff that you do as a person. 
<laughs> because you feel better. You do. And you can't in this life, you're not meant to stay here and hold on to all of your trauma and trauma is going, we all have trauma because we survived the pandemic. Can we just call a spade a spade for two years? <laughs> we went through a worldwide pandemic. You have trauma period. End of statement. Go to therapy. <laughs> um, but this is what I'm working with. This is what I'm working on. And I'm sure there'll be more moments where I will be having a hard time. And then I'm sure there are moments where um, I <laughs> will be doing great. Um, but this is what I'm working through. And I think I think change does bring on growth. But growth is always uncomfortable because it's us being pushed out of a space where we've become comfortable. But we already have grown as people to get where we are right now. Like you're not the same person you were when you were six years old. And if you are, you need to grow. <laughs> not, not just physically, but like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Um, but that that is, uh, that's what's going on with my family. And that's the very personal thing that is sometimes hard to um, share and process out loud. And again, there's no pity needed. There's no ill will on either party. Um, <laughs> like I said, my family is very unique in how we've all been able to come together and, and still hang out and still make it family. And it's been very welcoming and very, very supportive. And we all get along and it's fantastic. And there's no drama and sorry that you don't get any drama, I guess. Actually, I'm not, I'm not sorry that you don't get drama for my life. <laughs> Go find it somewhere else. I, I, retract that apology. Um, so there you go. Um, and if you're someone who has gone through this kind of divorce thing, it's a lot to process because you never thought you'd be here. Right. Um, but here we are and we're doing it and we know it'll be fine. It's just getting through the things we didn't know we needed to get through. So there you have it. That's what's going on. Thank you for listening to me outwardly process <laughs> parents' divorce. I am sure that there will be more. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm comfortable with sharing at this point. So thank you for listening. And uh, just know that if we can make it through this, we can make it through anything. So until next time, keep effing going and I'll see you next Thursday. Hey, before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, would you please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram so I can reach out and personally thank you for listening. You being here means the absolute world to me. And if you're feeling super ambitious, if you would go leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to, that would mean the world to me. So until next time, I'll see you soon.